As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning. You're listening to AM 1560 FM 97.7 KNZR and also streaming live on KNZR.com. And it's time for the Kern County Real Estate Review with your host, Lori McCarty. Having sold over 10,000 homes in her career, Lori and the McCarty Group are local experts you can count on to help solve all your real estate needs. You can reach her by calling 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Of course, she won't be able to answer it for the next hour or so. However, one of her team will, and they'll be delighted to help you. So give them a call. And good morning, Lori. How's the world of real estate? (laughs) Oh, good morning, Adelaide. Well, real estate here in Kern County is still on fire. You know, inventory levels are the lowest on record, so it's the best time we've ever seen to sell. And for those who are considering buying, interest rates are still extremely low are extremely low. Gosh, I can't talk this morning. Uh Uh-oh. So if you're considering buying with the price of money as cheap as it is, honestly, it feels like this is absolutely the right time to either right-size your home or stop renting. Hmm. Now, that makes complete sense. Uh, let me ask, though, when the weather turns more spring-like, do you think we'll see more inventory come on the market? Well, you know, that's a great question. Historically, more sellers do put their homes on the market as the weather heats up, but more buyers start looking at the same time. So I really think this shortage of inventory is probably going to continue until we see some major changes to interest rates, inflation, the economy, or perhaps some geopolitical events. You know, speaking of the warming weather, last weekend my husband and I were starting our annual spring refresh of our yard, and I thought what a great topic that would be for this show. And who better to talk about curb appeal and outdoor spaces than Dan Manji of Manji Landscaping. Thank you so much, Lori. You bet. Great to be here. Your name has been synonymous with outdoor living spaces. You know, I think it's been, what, 60 years that your company has been in business and um, taking care of landscape design, construction, and maintenance throughout the Central Valley? And throughout the United States. Wow. I don't think I knew that, Dan. Yeah, we've done uh, the furthest out. uh, Our firm has done projects in St. Louis, Missouri, so. Wow. So did all over uh, the western United States and all the way as far east as uh, St. Louis. So, Gosh, that's great. Well, so welcome. Been, I, enjoy, I enjoy the garden. What a great topic. Yeah, Something I know something about. <laughs> so I'm curious, um, how did you get your start in this business? My father actually started the firm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Back in 1953, so uh, okay. our company has been around for quite a while. Mm-hmm. It's a name that's been known from Bakersfield, and and like I said, uh, kind of synonymous with landscape and garden. So, I got into it uh, shortly. I think about about the first or second grade because um, my father believed 
had four sons and all of us worked so right and uh when i got in i think it was the first grade uh my dad started taking me to work okay and i think the first nursery i ever went to on a buying trip with him was, was six or seven years old and i knew exactly what i wanted to do really so and i've been able to enjoy the garden all of these years and never had to work a day in my life so i, <laughs> I feel blessed I, that is exactly how i feel about my business mm-hmm. you know when you love what you do it's not work it's at not all work at all dan did your dad pay you back then yes he did <laughs> you know uh, i was uh, you know one of the nice things about uh, working when you're young like that is i always had money you know when mm. and it was not wasn't paid by the hour but uh, you know at the end of the at the end of the day or the end of the... And that was back when a, a dollar or two was a lot of money. When yeah, I'd actually bought something, right. Yes. <laughs> and so uh, it uh, it was uh, something that I look forward to, and, and uh, it really, uh, I enjoyed the work, so... Well, and it, it had to have given you as a, as a child and as a young man a great sense of accomplishment that you had done something to earn this and that you were, were paying your way. Right. Yeah. Exactly, and you know, it's some. I had the benefit of being able to go to movies and do things that a lot of the other kids didn't have money for, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's kind of a byproduct. I always say, works. You know, money's a byproduct of what we do. Absolutely. So, and I've never been concerned about how much money I made because the money always catches up. It does. It really does. So That's- I never, uh, I never really concern myself about that. My wife will tell you that. That's great. <laughs> I was too concerned about money. <laughs> That's wonderful. So to, to sort of kick off our discussion this morning, I'd like to start with the front of homes mm-hmm. and ask you what you think homeowners or, or sellers in particular could do to, to really improve their curb appeal. Is there anything in particular you well, can Well, there's a think lot about? of things. When I do on a, a site evaluation and I look, walk onto a property and somebody tells me, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm preparing. I'm going to sell my home. Mm-hmm. I, just, they're, they're, I don't take the approach. Well, we want to completely relandscape it, right? And spend a ton of money on it, right? So, if you're looking to resell your home, in my opinion, the first thing that can happen is to try to show as much of the home as possible. So, in many cases, I pull up and there's plants that are way overgrown, mm-hmm. trees that need to be trimmed, right? And so. If you're thinking about listing a house down the road, and I always say we want to think about pre- preparing your home not a week or 10 days before you list the house. Right. You want to start doing it two or three months before you list the house. Exactly. So get the plants and the shrubs trimmed back so you can see the beauty of the home. Mm-hmm. Then the next most important thing is to add some color because vibrant color will make a huge difference on the way it presents itself. So the home... I, I would tell you can never spend too much money on color. Right. And instead of taking, you know, thousands of dollars in landscaping, mm-hmm. invest that money into several hundred dollars in color and load it up and don't spread it around. You know, we've all seen it where we, yeah. we see one here, one there. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it needs to be impact color. So get, right. really look at the focal point of the, uh, the home and say, you know, I want to impact this with color. So color is going to make a huge difference. Keeping the beds clean and weeded, and then mulch, remulching oh. the beds, add oh, yeah. the color, prune the plants, and you know it's amazing. For if you have a professional do it, maybe two or three thousand dollars is going to take to do a full. We call it kind of a fluff and puff, uh-huh. or a prune and tune. Oh, so I like what it. we what we do is just kind of go in and, and 
get it prepared and get it ready for sale. That's great. So instead of uh, getting into uh, spending a lot of money in, in well, exactly because when you're leaving the home, the dollars that you spend, you want to make sure that you're getting a good return mm-hmm. on that investment, right? Right, exactly. And and that was something my father told me as a young man. He said, "Work for your client as if it were your own money, mm-hmm. and invest their money. Don't spend it." Oh, that's a great phrase. I and love that. You'll never have to worry about having clients. That's and, and wonderful. He was, he was uh, spot on, I think. Yeah, your father sounds like a very wise man. He was a wise man. He, he had a million things to tell you, and uh, he taught me a lot of them, and, and I've, I carry him through, and I think my son still uses. He's third generation in the business. Aaron has uh, uh, recently come aboard about 10 years ago and has ended up being a phenomenal designer, so... That's great. Uh, and loves the garden as well. Well, and I, I know it must make you proud as uh, not only an owner, but as a dad to mm-hmm. see it carried on through your son. Exactly. And the neat thing about his, uh, his uh, situation is that he didn't really grow up in the business because my wife really didn't want me to influence the, my son or his daughter. His career and, path, right, or, their, or hers. And uh, mm-hmm. she always felt that my father maybe guided mine. I said, my father guided me to work. Right. <laughs> I've got three other brothers didn't quite care for it the way I do. Mm-hmm. But um, so we, we really, I really didn't take him to work as much. But he, he did come uh, after getting his degree and working uh, in corporate for a while. He decided, you know, this would be something that he'd like to do. Fantastic. So I imagine when you're working with the homeowner who's not leaving, mm-hmm. um, that your designers, when they're working with the homeowner to give them, uh, to give the front of their house a facelift mm-hmm. or a refresh, mm-hmm. that in landscaping design, there's probably, you've got to try to find that right balance between the facade of the home and the curb appeal. Mm-hmm. Are, there, are there any tips or tricks that you guys utilize to do that? One thing that we do when we look at a home is to... I think the home is the focal point. Okay. And so on new, typically on either side, you've got a runway right next to it. And what I mean by a runway is a lot of homes in Bakersfield love concrete. Yes, they do. So what they do is they pour a huge amount of concrete on the side of the driveway. Mm-hmm. And the neighbor does the same thing. Right. So that's what I call the runway. It looks like a big mm-hmm. airport driving up right. to the house. <laughs> and so the dominant feature of the home is this huge helicopter port. Sitting in the front. So typically, um, in many cases, I'm going to cut a planter in between the two spaces and add some greenery. It's called framing the garden. Okay. Because you want to frame your home. Like I said, I don't want to be influenced by my neighbor's home or garden. And a lot of times, your neighbor may not be doing the same or care as much about the garden as you do. Of course. So I'll do a green wall on either side. And what I mean by a green wall is a hedgerow basically okay and you'll see it more and more in almost every one of my projects you'll see that i try to frame the home okay because when you pull up to it i want you to enjoy the view of your home and it should welcome you home and and also the front of your home is the beginning of the story of of your life really of your space exactly Mm -hmm. and so when you move into the the front should begin the story of what you're going to see as you move through the home into the back. Oh, that's fascinating. So 
really framing, adding the frames on either side makes mm -hmm. a big, huge difference. And then giving it some depth. So many times, all we look at when we come out of, of the front door is an asphalt and a bunch of parked cars. Right. So typically, what I will do is add a little foreground planning next to the sidewalk. And people want grass to run along. And now with water being what it is, mm -hmm. being so expensive, we don't want it running off. No. So I'll add a planter in the front to give it a little more depth because it's like putting uh, a little bit of foliage in front of a picture. It gives it depth. So I'll add some thought of planning along the front of the sidewalk, mm -hmm. remove some of that lawn that's taking up a lot of water. Right. And it'll capture the water as it moves through the lawn. Wow. So adding that. Uh, and then I'm, I'm 10, and the, and the trend is going towards modern in design. Mm -hmm. Again, it was in the 50s. It's coming back. Mm -hmm. So, uh, well, depending on whether you want more of a modern design, or I like to call them, most of my designs are kind of modern but organic. Okay. So it's embracing the modern, but still bringing in some of the organic lines of nature. Fantastic. We're going to get into more of your designs and trends that are coming up. This has been some amazing information just in the first few minutes, so I'm really looking forward to the rest of this hour. Um, so for folks like my dear husband at home, let's take a quick break so he can go put another load of uh, laundry in the wash or <laughs> refill his coffee. Uh, but don't take too long because you won't want to miss our next segment. We are going to discuss with Dan some of the trends that are coming up, um, as well as how to make your backyard really an integral part of the living space all year round. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And to reach Lori, you can call her or her team anytime at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or you can go to her website at themccartygroup.com, where you can tour all of the properties available in Kern County without setting foot outside your door day or night. Just log in and start viewing. If you'd like a video tour of a home that doesn't have one, just reach out, and she or one of her partners will be happy to accommodate you. Remember, she's ranked as one of the top 250 agents in the nation by the Wall Street Journal and was just named number eight in North America for Coldwell Baker. Her goal, as well as that of her team, is to serve you. So let them do that. And we'll be right back with the Kern County Real Estate Review here on KNZR. The times we're living in are unparalleled, and it's affected all of us. It's made us feel uneasy and alone. Americans who need to sell their home or have to move and buy a new home are experiencing tremendous stress right now. And I know it's scary and overwhelming, but there is a solution. I'm fortunate to work with some of the top agents in America, agents who are going to tell you the truth, who will give you the best advice that's right for you. Right now, you need to work with an agent that can bring solutions for you. You have the help of somebody that can help you really make an informed decision. Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group at Caldwell Banker. 
you may want to take a cash offer or maybe it's time to upgrade your home and get it ready to sell in the summer. Maybe you should just hold tight and refinance. You do have options and you deserve to work with a great agent who does business with the highest integrity. Call Lori McCarty at 665-SOLD or online at themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. And we're back this morning with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group on the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. You can call Lori anytime, and that phone number is 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or you can go to the website at themccartygroup.com. Voted Best of Bakersfield, your favorite realtor for 2020. And if you're just tuning in, we're visiting this morning with Lori's guest, Dan Manji, owner of Manji Landscape. And Dan, tell us how we can reach you. You can reach me at uh, my office at 588-661-588-8067. That's uh, 661-588-067. <laughs> so... Uh, that's the best way to call, and you can call for our appointments and evaluations. are absolutely free for the first uh, meeting, so um, feel free to give us a call. Perfect. So, Dan, you know, before the break, we were visiting about front yard or curb appeal, and we touched a little bit on backyard, you know, starting to, to walk through mm-hmm. how you see the front yard becoming the beginning of the story the story so tell us what are let's talk about a little bit about your design style mm-hmm. and what you're seeing as the upcoming trends for um outdoor living spaces well staycations are big right now because we're you not bet. going anywhere and <laughs> probably not going to go to this year either but the nice thing about any investment that you make in the rear of your home in the mm-hmm. garden, and I call it a garden because I don't really like to think of it as a landscape. And I, no. I tell my clients after I, you know, and they'll find themselves correcting themselves because they call it their backyard. Right. And my father, I'm going to quote my father once again, but he used to say, yards are in prisons and Ooh. gardens are in homes. We'll let our competition do the yards will build the gardens. And so I still believe that's important. And, and I don't want to be living in a yard. I want to live in a garden. I want to experience what nature. I want to bring that nature experience that we love to go to the ocean or the forest or, the, you know, in nature. Anything that brings us out, even if we're on the walking path, it's nature. It's a connection to something. And so when I said the beginning of the story starts in the front, mm-hmm. but where you live is in the back. Right. So, again, going back to investments, there's a lot of trends in, in developing it. I, I like we seeing fire pits. When I first started doing fire pits about 15 years ago, we sold four or five a year. Right. We're doing 25 to 30 to 40 fire pits a year today. And being in real estate, and since this is a real estate show, I'm going to talk a little bit about that because I do speak uh, to that quite often when I'm on an evaluation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's saleability right and appraisability right i want that appraiser to make a line item 
You bet. I want him to have to list that yes. and put a number to it. Yes. So in many things, they don't. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, like, and I build pools. Right. I'm a swimming pool contractor. Mm-hmm. And all the swimming pool contractors that are out there listening right now are always upset with me because I'll tell a person, hey, the best pool to buy is one somebody's already built for you. Well, it is, frankly, <laughs> from a... From a value standpoint. Appraisability. Appraisability. Mm -hmm. Right. Because the appraiser's got one number, and he's got another number if it's got a spa. Right. And trust me, it's really low. It is. And it doesn't vary much depending on the neighborhood you're in. Exactly. But we are seeing people invest more and more Mm -hmm. of their money into the pool. And I say, you know what? I think it's a great idea, but you have to bring up what's around it to bring that value up. Exactly. Now, the pool is going to stay the same, but what's around it is going to be about, uh, elevated. Absolutely. So that fire pit, we've been finding, appraisers are giving us a pretty good number on it, but it can't be one of these little portables. No. When we saw talk about you know, going to one of the big box stores or something like that and buying mm-hmm. one, there's no value to that. Mm-hmm. It's like a portable spa. No value. They're not giving you any value for a portable spa. No. Same with outdoor kitchens. Right. You can buy those kits and you see them and... The, and they're impulse items. Mm-hmm. We jump in and buy them. But we have been seeing on resales, and I get letters all the time from our clients that said, Dan, you know, because, again, I use that same philosophy. If it was my money, this is how I'm going to invest it. Exactly. Uh, but if you can build that outdoor kitchen, mm-hmm. and we know how much remodeling an interior kitchen right. can cost. Right. People will drop thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 on a kitchen remodel. Right. But they'll, they'll say, you want... Twenty-five or thirty thousand for an outdoor kitchen in the back. Well, of course. You know? <laughs> but they don't realize that that kitchen is going to bring value to your home. Absolutely, it does. And the appraiser is going to look at it. This is not a kit. This mm-hmm. when you walk in, and typically, you know, the kitchen is a pretty dominant portion of the home. We, we use is. that a lot for gathering. It this is the is, number one saleability factor. In a home, it is what women gravitate to, and it is the feature that everyone looks to. And Lori, if one's good, two is better. That's right. Exactly. You bet. It's like one bathroom. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> need two. two. That's right. So that outdoor kitchen space, and people love fish, and they like to cook fish, but they don't like to smell a fish in the house. Absolutely. So there's a lot of benefits to having an outdoor kitchen, and a beautiful outdoor kitchen is another thing. And one that is integral Mm -hmm. to the outdoor living space, Mm -hmm. because, you know, when you just, like you said, if you take a kit and you just plop one right over here, and it just seems out of place, you're not going to get value for that. And And you've seen it. it's not going to feel like it belongs right. there. It needs to feel mm-hmm. like it belongs, mm-hmm. just like the fire pit. No, there's there's nothing like schmores, right? And weenies on a, uh-huh. a stick, right? Over an open fire that you can burn year round because you know how limited we are now. Exactly on the burning <laughs> on the fireplace. But you if bet. you have an out uh, uh, beautiful fire pit that's gas. Mm-hmm. You can fire it up anytime you want. And I, I've got letters, a ton of testimonials from clients that say, Dan, you know, I use that fire pit all the time. When they, If you've got grandkids, you've got to have a fire pit. Absolutely. Because they love it. And they'll be having to turn it on in the middle of summer. Yes, they will. Because they love the fire. 
Well, they do. And and I got to tell you, even if you're not a fan of s'mores and even if you're not a fan of barbecued weenies, mm-hmm. just sitting around that gas fire right. at the fire pit and having a conversation, just the aesthetics. And the warmth that it gives you. And the warmth. Absolutely. Because today it'd be a perfect day for a fire pit. Absolutely. It's kind of a little bit of weather mm-hmm. and a little misty and some rain, but a great time to uh, have a fire, and especially in an area that you can use, and it's going to warm the entire space. Absolutely. So a good built-in fire pit is going to give you the heat that you want, not just a little flame. Right. So we see a lot of that. So those are two big things. And again, we're going back to appraisability and saleability. These are things that people will get a value for they'll put a line item and then moving back uh, uh, into the garden most people move in and we know how we have these wood fences around bakersfield mm-hmm. that are weathered mm-hmm. discolored mm-hmm. Uh, washed out haven't been be sealed and they definitely and it'll look that way within about two years after you've moved into a new home right so this is one I get all the time. I'm waiting to see how your reaction is going to be. Too bad it's not TV, but <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now is I paint those walls black. Black? Black. Okay. And don't just paint up to the side of the house because then you're going to end up going down and get some more paint and okay. doing the sides. But the black makes all the grain of the plants and the I trees and the shrubs about pop that. out. And if you came to our studio, You'll, you won't notice. And everybody says, well, I never noticed that you had black walls. I said, that's the point. I, I've been to your studio many a time, and I've <laughs> never noticed it. You're exactly right. It's the plants and the trees that are <gasps> giving you that Okay, now I've got to, I'm going to have to go this afternoon right. just so I can see that. Just It's black. And it's a very simple. And this is something, if you want to do it yourself, you can go down and, and get some good exterior outdoor paint. Paint that fence black. And... You'll see what uh, it gives it depth. It makes it disappear. Okay. So in smaller gardens, it's great. Bigger gardens, great. So it's one thing that uh, is a trick that I've used for years, and it makes a huge difference on how the garden looks. Now, do you recommend that when you have like a block wall as well? Oh, definitely if it's blocked. Right, because blocks really look like prisons. Right, it is. And I'll tell you what: if they're a gray block wall and you don't have your Mm -hmm. sunglasses on. In the summertime, mm-hmm. it'll blind you. Absolutely. So, yes, definitely. I, I paint the block walls, and I just um, finished uh, with a client, a meeting with a client, and they went back and forth uh, about the black walls. And I said, you know, you, we can leave them up. And he said, well, why don't we just paint one wall? I said, then it's going to cost you more for me to come back and paint the rest of it. So <laughs> I don't want to do that for you. Either right. you have it black. <gasps> or don't do it at all. Mm-hmm. So we ended up, he made the decision after walking through the studio on making a, uh, the choice on painting it black. And it sounds crazy, but it, it makes a big difference. Yeah, like I said, I'm going to have to go this afternoon and look because I had never noticed that. And I love mm-hmm. being out there in the gardens because I think it's just fantastic. If you look at any magazine, design magazine, garden mm-hmm. magazine at all, you'll see that you'll black see is... You'll see they've done that. Black is used throughout the garden. Most botanical gardens, okay, uh, the great botanical gardens, the New York Botanical, the Brooklyn Botanical, Longwood. I mean, I can go on and on about great gardens. And, and that's where a lot of these ideas come from is because I go there and observe things and say, this right. is cool. 
Yeah. And this very it needs much to be brought so. back to uh, Bakersfield. and Yes. Because we, we all love Bakersfield, mm-hmm. but we want to feel like we're in Bakersfield. Exactly. And when you build a beautiful garden, you're going to enjoy it year-round. You bet. So. So are you seeing, in addition to the fire pits, are you seeing things like fireplaces? Outdoor fireplaces are great. Uh, in the right, and a lot of the builders, you notice some of the builders mm-hmm. are putting them in now. Mm-hmm. And, and because this extended living is is going to be with us. It's, not, it's something that people are addicted to now. But uh, one thing I, I do say about fireplaces, they have a place, a fire pit, you can sit all the way around it. You right. can move several anorondic chairs or chairs mm-hmm. uh, around it, whereas a fireplace is fixed. It's like in your house. You've got the hearth, and you can only sit on that hearth, right. and you can get close to it. Where if you have a group of people, you can be all the way around. All the way around it. All okay. the way around it. And then the other thing I'm going to say is don't make that fire pit too high, because if you hire a mason, oh. and that's why I say, if you call a concrete contractor out there to get a bid on concrete, you're going to get a lot of concrete. Right. That's why you need a designer that kind of orchestrates Absolutely. how much concrete gets laid. But a mason is the same way. And I love my mason's one of the greatest masons there is, but he's all into making them high. Right. Because it shows more of his block. Exactly. But the higher you get, the more heat you lose. Right. And everybody wants to put their feet up on mm-hmm. the fire pit mm-hmm. and you get the warmth on their feet. So don't go crazy on the height. Okay. The highest I go is 16 inches. I like 12 to 14 really is a, really? a nice height for around the perimeter because you're not burning wood in it. Exactly. You're burning fire. Now, I do get some people that say, Dan, I still want to burn wood. Well, then go down to Costco, buy one of those bronze <laughs> deals, and then stick it in the area where you have the gas fire pit and burn your wood on the three or four days a year you can. Exactly. If no. you, Dan, I was going to ask: Is there a is there a fire pit slash grill combo? Yes, there is, oh. and we can do that because legally, as long as you're cooking with it, you can have a fire pit, but it has to have a grill. So when I have a client that wants one, that says, you know, I want to be able to be able to burn wood, but I always have the option where we can burn wood and still have the gas option there, because somebody that you may resell this home for it, and like I said, invest your money, don't spend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next person may not want to be burning wood and will want that option of that gas line being there. So, yes, there is. Uh, they make some really nice grills that can go on top of a, a, a fire pit. Fantastic. That's amazing, too. And I think summer-wise, I'll cook outdoors. I'll cook, you know, outside as mm-hmm. often as possible, especially right. in the summer. Yeah. Right. Very well, cool. if you had a beautiful outdoor kitchen, you'd be cooking out there in the winter time too. <laughs> so, yes, you would. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm grilling steaks and cooking fish all year round, and I've got a beautiful outdoor kitchen. You know, so well, and you probably have it set up so that you're comfortable out of there course. all year round. All year round. So, talk to us a little bit about that. Um, I assume you have ceiling fans yes. for. The... I have ceiling fans and I have cooling fans. Okay. There's two differences between a ceiling fan and a that keeps the air moving mm-hmm. in the space. And I like to talk about uh, the fact that there's a lot of fixed patios the builders build for us. Mm-hmm. And then typically we'll add an extended patio beyond that because the builders build too small of a patio. Of course they do. So the one the builder builds typically will be solid. Mm-hmm. 
And I get so many clients when they've come out on a, a, an evaluation and they say, you know, in the summertime, this area gets really hot. And I said, well, look, air's trapped. Right. Can't move, so you got to turn the fan on. Move that hot air around a little bit. So when we go outside that fixed space, because everybody says, what are we going to do there? I said, then we're going to go lattice. We're going to do an open mm-hmm. lattice so the heat will escape, and we're going to still put fans in. We're going to recess the lighting, which is way cool. Oh, yeah. And then uh, uh, we're going to put that lighting on a dimmer switch because we want to set the mood. Mm-hmm. Not everybody wants to flip a switch. And, right. And that's another thing that builders do is they don't put a dimmable mm-hmm. light on mm-hmm. the patio, right? Mm-hmm. So that's my job is they come in and start assessing what needs to change. And then it's the client's option to what, what they want to invest in. Exactly. But definitely lattice patios. And now I don't you do any wood. Haven't installed a wood patio no. or a lattice patio mm-hmm. for years. Right. Uh, probably 25 years. Aluminum looks so great. And I'm not talking about the ones we remember when we were kids. Right. But they look just like wood. And mm-hmm. they never have to be painted. They're mm-hmm. powder coated at the factory, mm-hmm. and you can pick your color to typically match uh, and complement your home, and uh, it's pr- pretty much maintenance free. That's wonderful. So we see that, and then again, adding value to the home. Absolutely, um, I would imagine. What are the options these days for heating? Radiant heat is big. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've done just finished putting in. Uh, one for a client and we're going to see more of that and then she said you know what dan we're out here all the time now Mm -hmm. during the winter all the time she said what can we do so that's when we looked into radiant heat the best way and i recommend this is is run the gas line don't do the electric okay because the electric radiant heat doesn't last if you go to any of the restaurants disneyland anywhere you'll see gas and it's just a little more money right more efficient but you're not replacing the bulbs. So all, the all of those things make a, a big improvement. But again, always think about resale, no matter how everybody moving into a new home is real excited about it. And I come in and start throwing water all over everything because I said, eventually you're going to move. Well, you are. And one thing I would like to caution people to do is, is to actually sit down and meet with Dan or one of his designers because when you start hiring the landscaper, the pool guy, the individual people, and you don't have one cohesive plan, it winds up looking like you hired the pool guy and the landscaper and that you did not have a cohesive plan. And you would be amazed at how just hiring one person to coordinate all of that brings it it makes it so much more integral and really elevates the design it 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 makes a phenomenal difference and i speak from personal mm -hmm. experience because i thought i could do that all myself right like oh i know what i'm doing let me just hire my contractor to do this and to do that Mm -mm. in in the final analysis i was like nope Need to reach out and get a professional get to take professional. care of this. It's always best to hire a you professional because we do it all the time. Exactly. So we're able to direct you. And, and I get so many uh, evaluations I go out on, and we ask questions. How did you hear about us? Because we advertise. We have mm-hmm. to advertise. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll say, well, I got it from the realtors. I said, really? 
act surprised. Mm-hmm. And they said, no, your name's always listed. Always. There'll be, f- you know, the builder's name may not be listed. Right. The appliance may not be listed, <laughs> but they're, they're putting your name on. And these uh, clients, because, you know, this is Bakersfield. We've got a lot of new people moving into Bakersfield. We absolutely From all over do. the country mm-hmm. because of the logistics. You know, absolutely. we've got some big places that moved in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they say it all the time. They say, no, your, your name comes up in the real estate ads. And we don't pay the realtors to do that. Nope. Uh, when it came to, when it comes to right down to it, it's that saleability. You bet. People know that we're going to have spent the time to design a cohesive, well-balanced garden. And we're not going to overspend in areas where you're going to potentially lose money. Exactly. So, so for those of us who want to add some serenity mm-hmm. into our garden... All you have to hear is the water. Water brings serenity. Okay. So, so talk to us about that. Water can be uh, as much as a uh, we can go into streams. We found that 25 years ago we were putting in a lot of waterfalls and ponds. Mm-hmm. Not so much today because of the mosquito issues. With, okay. But they, people love the sound of water. Mm-hmm. So... The, the actual water features and the streams that we've been putting in are, are smaller than they were before. Of course. But they have the stream, but they have no pond. Okay. So you get the benefit of the sound, natural sound of falling water. And it's this, the quantity of rocks that are used in, in placing those rocks that makes the sound. Okay. So that, uh, coupled with the planning around it, uh-huh. gives you that feeling. Okay. And then when you, uh, 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 for... A great many of our clients now, we've moved to using utilizing fountains, mm-hmm. high-quality ceramic fountains that can also give you the sound and the visual beauty of okay. water falling. So, uh, and again, I don't like to stick it way in the, in the corner. Right. I see it happen so often. And, and a lot of our properties that people have, have gone and seen our, my gardens will find that the, the water feature is used closer to the patio. Mm-hmm. Again, because I want you to enjoy the the sound of water, Absolutely. the calming effects of water, falling water on your patio, because mm-hmm. that's going to draw you out. I have heard it many times said to me over and over again, Dan, it's like a sanctuary. It is. The it space is. that you have created for us is like a sanctuary. I never have used my garden as much. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that to me just... Uh, pulls up my heartstrings. Because, well, I was going to say, it's got to touch your heart. Oh, it's yeah. got to make you feel good that you have created that kind of a space oh, yeah. for people. It's a healing experience. Absolutely. God knows we need some healing. You bet. <laughs> you in know, this crazy world that we live in. We need to come home and escape mm-hmm. to a place that uh, we can just surrender ourselves to the garden and enjoy nature and be closer to this power that created it, created it all. So. I am grateful uh, that I'm in this business, and uh, I'm grateful to uh, be able to enhance people's lives through the garden. Fantastic. So, We're grateful to have you. Well, uh, you, you got me on a topic that I love to talk about. So, Fantastic. I could go on for hours on this. So. Well, and we're glad that you can. <laughs> so what about, what about lighting? Because we're out there at night, and... Um, Many of us just solo 
enjoying, you know, the the calm and serenity of the evening, Mm -hmm. sometimes we're entertaining. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it difficult after we have, let's say we've we've planted Mm -hmm. our gardens, Mm -hmm. uh, is it difficult to come back in afterwards and light those gardens? No. Okay. It's not. It's really not. And there's just some some things that I think are important when you assess lighting is if um, if you're really serious about lighting, you want to get a company that'll actually come out at night and address and your do lighting. It. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have a light kit that we bring out on our projects. If it's a new project, I know how to place the lights in the areas that I want to want to see it. But on an existing home, I can show them just within a few minutes how the difference the lighting will do. Los Angeles Police Department did an extensive research on it about the difference in crime with well-lit homes. Really? People that have uh, uh, outdoor lighting, landscape lighting versus people that don't. Just imagine, you know, I live in Seven Oaks, and I'll tell you what, my home's lit up at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the garden is displayed uh, beautifully mm-hmm. with light. Uh, but a lot of my neighbors, so when somebody's driving through... Or sliding under the gate and looking for an opportunity. It's not going to be your house. It's not going to be mine. So you have the safety aspect of it. Okay. And as well as the security of safety also being that you're not going to trip on something or you're going to be able to see at Mm -hmm. night. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the beauty is being able to illuminate the plants, the trees, and then the home. I call it wall washing. Right. Because if you have a beautiful home, you want to highlight Absolutely. The best parts of it. So that when it does get sold, somebody mm-hmm. drive by there at night, especially if it's dark, depending on the time of the year, after they get off of work, because they're probably working if they can mm-hmm. afford to buy a home. Mm-hmm. So they're going to probably see that home at night. And when it's displayed beautifully with light and washed with light, right, it is phenomenal. So some strategically placed lights. And now with LED lighting, you use less light than you did 50... With the old halogen, right? That were not very energy efficient. So these lights are two to two and a half watts mm-hmm. of energy per light versus twenty watts. Okay. They also have uh, they have cool. If you like the modern look, most mm-hmm. of them want that frosty, clean, real bright, uh, cool look. They call it a cool light rather than the, the warm, warm. Okay. I'm more of an old school <laughs> That's warm me. person, and but then there's a combination of cool and so when you want to spot, when okay. you want to really highlight something in the garden, uh-huh. you may use the cool and surrounded by warm. And then if you want to go even higher, we can go to the technologies there that each light can change. So if you each individual light can change colors. So if you wow. want to run a Christmas theme at uh, uh, during the Christmas, you can do the blues, the reds, the greens. Oh my! And so lighting has come a long way. So again, that's something that uh, adds a tremendous um, uh, value to the garden. And the other thing is, don't be afraid if you've got big established trees. Mm-hmm. I've done it through downtown, uh, around you know the central part of Bakersfield. Right old in homes the in there, Westchester, Westchester area. is. And mm-hmm. trust me. When you go up into a tree, twenty mm-hmm. to twenty-five feet, and then shine down, you get that beautiful glow of moonlight. Oh yeah! You see, but everybody shines up, and I, exactly. I shine up too. But mm-hmm. I mean, I like to do strategically placed moonlighting oh. around the garden, so then you get this glow. Mm. 
of uh, uh, spaces around uh, around your home that is just fantastic. So lighting is a big part of it. The other thing is don't bury the cable in the ground. Every manufacturer that sells landscape lighting says to put it in conduit. And, you know, we're the only firm that puts every light that we install in conduit as per manufacturer's spec. Why they don't do it is because it's too expensive. I was going to say. Well, mm-hmm. my father used to say the sweetness of low price is sometimes overcome by the bitterness of poor quality. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to cut my standard. No. Just so that I can be competitive with somebody that doesn't care about what's being written in the book that the manufacturer says, because you have rodents, you have moles, voles, uh, you know. Absolutely. That come in and chew on your uh, lights, and then you can't figure out how to fix it. So uh, lighting is a big hot button with me because the other, the, th- the other thing is that when you run, we run conduit within five feet of where the light location is, and then we leave a spooled piece of five foot of wire so that as the plants and trees can move, you can move that wire for better placement of the light. Cause, wow. Because we've all been in that position where there wasn't enough wire. Mm-hmm. So you got to get some more wire. you got to run connections. And it's the connection points that are going to be the problem with your lighting in most cases. That is amazing. The forethought that you have had in laying all of that out. That is, that's fantastic. Now, when I was previewing your website, I had no idea that you could use concrete so many different ways. (laughs) So besides extending the driveway, tell us some of the other things that you can use concrete for. Well, it's called, in design, we call it breaking sequence. So we can do concrete in a different color. Mm-hmm. We can picture frame it. Okay. We can uh, we can uh, rect- run deep joints and rectang- uh, angular lines okay. to give a little uh, different uh, 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 change in. It's just like in your home. We're going from a, a tile to a wood floor. Okay. Or from a wood floor to a carpet in your bedroom. It's the same. We're creating rooms in the outdoor space, so we want to change and break sequence of the same material because if you use the same material throughout, it's a little bland. So, yes, there's a ton of options. We have probably the biggest display of different concrete on display there, pavers, different levels of concrete, from regular concrete to pavers to stamped concrete to colored concrete to sand-finished concrete, which is huge. Right now, sand is, uh, uh, is an aged look of concrete that doesn't slip so you don't use a broom on it but it it we use an acid treatment after the concrete's laid so it kind of opens up the pores a little bit of the concrete but it allows you not to slip it's a little more expensive grade of concrete but again to elevate that look right now, if you don't use a lot of it the cost can be uh, uh and if you use too little of it the cost can be high but in a space where you're making a transition very effective way of doing it. And our, our botanical garden is a blaze place to discover that. Well, and don't you have, have like over 20,000 square feet of at garden. the botanical oh, yeah. garden? It's the only truly place in the world built by a contractor. And we have suppliers, big suppliers, like Rainbird is one of our mm-hmm. contributors. Mm-hmm. And uh, Belgard Pavers is another uh-huh. that has contributed to the garden because... 
there's a lot of guys in, in, our, in our business that say, well, I bring my clients to my home and I'll right. show them my home. Right. And they want something free. Right. Right. And, and whereas my approach has always been is my supplier's got to win and I've got to win. Mm-hmm. And everybody that comes to the garden needs to win. Absolutely. So I said, when I help, I said, not everybody's going to utilize our services. Mm-hmm. But they may go to somebody and say, I saw this as a picture of something mm-hmm. I liked. Mm-hmm. So we're helping the whole industry. You sure are. So when it comes to having a garden like this, all these suppliers, Rainbird, uh, which is the largest irrigation supplier in the world, so there's nobody, nobody's ever done anything like this. Right. Belgard Pavers the same way. A lot of our stone manufacturers, our equipment manufacturers for our pool equipment, because mm-hmm. we just went through an extensive remodel, remodeled a third of our, if you've been to our studio before, six months ago, it's a different studio, because we went through a major remodel on the front, Okay. put in a new pool, spa, new finishes on the concrete, and redesigned a big portion of the garden, so... Tell people where that's at. 9401 Shellabarger Road. And that's uh, kind of difficult to find because I'm in an industrial area. Yes, you are. And so people have come to get married there. Uh-huh. Because we do rent the space for weddings and anniversaries. And it is and, a beautiful space, people. And actually, the best of Bakersfield was held there a couple of <laughs> Yes, times. it was. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, but it is in the Rosedale area right near Callaway and Brimhall. Mm-hmm. And if you make a, a – the street is slicker. Cope's Fishing Shop is there at the corner. You'll come in. Uh, and there's only one way in and one way out there. So uh, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll ultimately end up at our, our beautiful garden. So uh, come in and get some ideas. I tell people all the time, if you even plan to do it yourself, come in and get some ideas. Absolutely. you're going to see things you've never seen before. It is an amazing place to develop some inspiration mm-hmm. for what you would like. And, you know, while you're there, reach out to, to Dan or one mm-hmm. of his designers. Um, tell them again, Dan, how they can reach you. I'm at uh, area code 661-588-8067. That's 661-588-8067. Or you can look us up on the at, uh mangilandscape.com and you'll find us there or the gardens at mangilandscape.com so you can check it out and we are open seven days a week too which is different from a lot of landscape companies oh that sure is because we're open from monday through friday from eight to five and then saturday and sunday from 10 until three perfect so we're going to take a quick break but stay tuned because when we come back I'm going to ask Dan to share with us some options for all of you do-it-yourselfers, as well as some great plantings for our yards here, as well as some possible shade solutions for us. These are all, I think, going to be key items that you don't want to miss. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be right back.
Hey, you confused about real estate? Sean Hannity here, and I can tell you as an active real estate investor, well, just like the stock market, it can go up one day and down the next. Home values and sales, they fluctuate on a dime. Now, even though I bought and sold homes for years all across this great country, one thing I will always do is partner with a sharp real estate agent that truly studies local and national market trends, that knows the real value of homes, and most importantly, knows how to generate demand regardless of the market. And the good news is you have a truly amazing agent right in your backyard. I'm talking about Lori McCarty of Coldwell Banker. She has an amazing team working for her that doesn't miss a single detail. Her system is so bulletproof, well, she can create demand for your home at a deadline that you agree to, or she will buy it herself. Now, real estate doesn't have to be frustrating or scary. Call Lori McCarty today at 665-SOLD. That's 665-SOLD. Online, themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. Go there, and you can start packing. You're listening to KNZR, 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with the Kern County Real Estate Review, featuring our host, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group. For all your real estate questions, call Lori at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653 or go online to themccartygroup.com. You can also follow Lori on social media. For Facebook, follow her at The McCarty Group or on Instagram at Lori underscore McCarty. And to keep up with all the real estate news in Kern County, you can follow this show on Facebook at the Kern County Real Estate Review. There, you can also submit questions you'd like Lori to answer on air or suggest topics you'd like her to cover on Sunday mornings. Now, back to the show. And Lori, who are we talking to today? We're talking with Dan Manji of Manji Landscape. And to reach Dan or his team, you can call 661-588-8067. That's 661-588-8067. Or you can drop by Manji Gardens at 9401 Shellabarger Road. So, Dan... I know we went a little long the last segment, um, but I know lots of our listeners are big do-it-yourselfers. Mm-hmm. So how should they get started, and what should they watch out for? Well, to get started, you really need a good plan. And we started the show with discussing a plan and, and uh, either meet with someone that can develop that plan for you and invest in a plan, because with a plan, you're going to you're going to be moving in one direction and not repeating things later on. Right. Having to tear things out. So that's important. So if you can get a, a good, competent designer, somebody that's aware of how plants are going to grow and trees are going to grow over time, that's a good starting point. Photographs. So a site plan, you should measure your property so that when you do go into the nursery, you can when you speak and say, I'd like a plant for this area uh, or a tree, this is how deep my garden is mm-hmm. in the back and how big my garden is in the front so that you can pick a size appropriate tree. And hopefully, you know, you're dealing with somebody that's familiar, that loves the garden. Right. And, and understands how trees grow because some of the most desirable areas in Bakersfield today and have been for the timeless areas mm-hmm. are at Westchester area we talk about. And why do people love them? Because of the trees. 
Absolutely. as well as the homes, but the trees. Right. Everybody likes that. I mean, there isn't that area is an awesome space for old trees. Another one is Old Stockdale. Right. Everybody loves it. I don't know how quickly they sell an old Stockdale. You can probably tell me mm-hmm. uh, fast more about that than I could. But I know they move pretty fast when they're in old Stockdale because people, and right. they, they're tearing them down and building new ones. Exactly. Well, inside old Stockdale because of the trees. Exactly. And they want to leave those trees. So trees are important, but size appropriate trees are so very important. You don't want a really small. And the garden, the urban garden is getting smaller and smaller all the time. It is. The newer homes that you see. Very small. Very see, small lot You sizes. can't pick a tree that you see in Westchester right, or Stockdale Estates and say, I love that tree. You want something that's going to grow, that give you a similar look, but not get as big. So a lot of the trees that we have in our studio are size appropriate. So we can take a client out, show them exactly the tree and what it's going to look like in a few years. Because it looks different in the nursery than it does after it's grown a few years. Perfect. Well, Dan, I've got so many more questions for you, but I know we are out of time. Well, we have to um, make another day of it. So I was going to say, <laughs> can we get you back sometime? Yeah, you certainly can. Perfect. I really want to thank you for doing the show this morning and for sharing all of your expertise with us. Um, your knowledge about landscape design and outdoor living spaces is just phenomenal. Thank you. Um, Honestly, your experience in the local market, uh, your knowledge, it's clear that all of this combined with your great customer service is what makes you such an outstanding professional in our local market. Thank you so much. You bet. Thank you. And it's again, been, it's been to, a lot of fun. Good. Well, thank again to reach Dan, you're going to want to call 661 588 8067. As always, it's been a pleasure to share this Sunday morning with you and hopefully to bring a little bit more clarity to the world of real estate. Stay tuned for Sean Hannity coming up next. And don't think about touching that dial afterwards because you don't want to miss cruising to the oldies with our very own Lugnut Larry at noon. This is Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group of Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors, hoping you have a wonderful Sunday and a terrific week ahead. I'll look forward to you tuning in again here next week on the Kern County Real Estate Review, where we'll bring you another great topic designed to help educate and inform you about the world of real estate. You're listening on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. On missing out on the home you love or having to settle for something less just because you couldn't sell your own home quickly. I'm Barbara Corcoran. I've worked with thousands of successful real estate agents. Let me help you choose the right agent so this doesn't happen to you. If you're buying or selling in Bakersfield, call Lori McCarty because she offers an immediate cash offer and can help you find great homes before they hit the market. Partner with the right agent. Go to the McCartygroup.com and start packing. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this way 
is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make